welcome, my friend. You are exactly where you need to be right now. It is not an accident that our paths have crossed. I'm confident that you're here because you are wanting more out of life. Are you ready to live your life with purpose and intention? Are you wondering how on earth to pull it all together? How exactly do you turn your ordinary days into extraordinary days? Girl, let me show you how to stop facing the day ahead and start faithing it. Join me, Sarah Elizabeth, each episode as I encourage and motivate you to place unwavering faith in the direction Christ will lead you and surrender yourself to His vision for your life. He's custom designed a life for you beyond your wildest dreams, and I want to help you discover all that He has planned for you to experience. Together, let's put God into the driver's seat of your life. Let's go. It's time to faith your day. Hello there, my beautiful friend. Welcome to November. A brand new shiny month is waiting for you today. Thank you for taking time to join me here. I want to mention before we begin that if you listened to last week's episode, you might be wondering if I chose to record it on a kid's karaoke machine because my friend, after it was edited and uploaded and I actually played it when it went live, that's when I realized how horrible the audio quality was. I am so sorry. It was too late to do anything about it. If you tuned in for that episode and actually listened to the whole thing, can I give you a huge thank you because believe me when I say it was really bad. The audio was just, it sounded like I was a mile away. It was echoey and background noisy. So what happened was I have this setting on my computer that for whatever reason, once in a while defaults back to using my computer microphone rather than my actual good quality handheld mic that I use. So here I was inadvertently having my voice picked up by my laptop mic, which sucks because the content of last week's episode was so good, but it really sounded bad. Honestly, I think it's one that in a couple months, I might just re-record the whole thing and re-release it again as the message was great, but the audio was brutal. So kudos to you, my full appreciation. If you stuck it out through the whole thing, I promise you that today's will be much easier on your ears. I thought we could take some time today to talk about what faith isn't. I think this is important because sometimes I get the vibe from people when they know how focused on faith I am, that they think this way of approaching life is kind of hokey and wishy-washy and that they have this idea of faith as being a weak last resort for people who really aren't living in the real world. Like, do you get the vibe sometimes that the eye rolls are going on inside of people's heads when you talk about faith? I don't know if I'm the only one or if you get that too, but for this reason, I thought we need to chat about what faith isn't to help us clarify and feel confident in what it actually is. We don't want to ever second guess our approach to faithing this day of life, right? So let's look at some truth about faith and contrast that to some of the misconceptions. I've titled this week's episode of the Faith Your Day devotional podcast, What Faith Isn't, Part 1. 
Now, when I began thinking about what faith isn't, it naturally led me to contrast what it's not against what it is. And I actually managed to easily find a scripture for each of the misconceptions. So when we talk about what it isn't, we're going to contrast it with truth from scripture of what it is. And we know that scripture is God's word in print. It is truth. And what better place to learn about faith than from the source who created it and gave it to us in the first place. When I pull from scripture, I feel really confident and reassured that what I am taking in and sharing out with you is true. Scripture refreshes my spirit, it satisfies my curiosity, and it reaffirms why I put faith in the forefront of each day that I am blessed to be here. Along with most concepts in life, there are always misconceptions floating around about them, right? We're going to talk about five of those misconceptions today, and then we're going to talk about six more next week. I originally intended to put this all into one episode, but when I was typing, I got thinking that, oh gosh, this is going to be like a 40-minute episode for people. So instead of doing that, breaking it up into two parts, I'm making it a little more digestible for you this week. So make sure that you come back for part two next Tuesday. This devotional is going to be loaded with scripture. Like I said, I found one verse for each misconception, so you might want to jot down some notes and maybe even just list the scriptures that I talk about so that you can go back and refer to them later or even come back to these episodes later in your own faith journey. They're going to speak to you differently each time you listen to this because you'll be at a different place each time you listen. And of course, if something today resonates with you and maybe brings to mind someone who might need to hear this, like maybe it's someone who gives you that vibe that living in faith goes hand in hand with unicorns and rainbows, then be that blessing today that they might need and share this episode with them. It might be the eye opener that could make all the difference in their life. Let's do this. Number one. Faith is not a guarantee that what you have planned and decided would be best for your life will happen. God isn't a magic genie, right? We've talked about this before. Faith isn't a home run on your goals, your desires, and your plans. Faith is all about God's plans, His goals for you, and His desires for all that you will become. Faith is the expectancy that God will deliver upon the promises that He has made over your life, even though you cannot yet see what He's promised. Faith is the in-between, the gap between where you were and where you will be, the space between what has happened in the past and what is to come. In Mark chapter 11, verse 22, it says, Jesus simply says, have faith in God. Now there's some life advice. Have faith in God, period. That's it. Trust in his plans. Don't focus on what you think will be best in this situation. Don't stress about why what you thought would happen hasn't. Don't panic because you can't yet see how all of this will work out in the end. 
Don't attempt to manipulate the season because it isn't what you expected. That's not your job. It's his. And like Jesus says, your job here is plain and simple. Have faith in God. Number two, faith isn't going to make things happen on your timeline. Just like we talked about in number one, faith is all about trust. Trusting not only his plans, but also his perfect timing. God will never ever be too late or too early. God will never miss out on providing you the opportunity you need to take your next step. He will never run out of time on something or change his mind partway through. You can rest easy knowing that you can never ever miss your purpose if you seek it. Because even if you mess things up today, he's got a backup plan already drawn up to redirect you tomorrow. He doesn't want your panic over this right now. He wants your patience. He wants you to show him you trust him by eagerly awaiting what he is to reveal. Listen to this verse from Galatians chapter 5, verse 5. It says, For through the Spirit we eagerly await by faith the righteousness for which we hope. You know, he could totally make everything happen for you today. He could align things and work it all out, but he won't. Because giving you all that you want right now won't strengthen your character. Your waiting, your patience, your trusting, it's what's molding you into a new being. And that new being is the person that will be ready for all he has for you when he decides it's time. Just be patient, girl. Number three, faith isn't weakness and giving up. This is one that I think really gets people confused if they aren't living based in faith and rooted and anchored in faith. To someone on the outside looking in, proclaiming that you are surrendering to God's plan for you, handing over all of you to him, and trusting that he will carry your burdens and guide your way can look a lot like throwing in the towel and declaring that you can't do this on your own. It can appear that you have no other options and rather than fighting things out on your own, you're now saying you can't. And this is exactly right, but yet for exactly the wrong reasons many people think. This isn't hesitantly giving up in defeat. This is voluntarily surrendering in trust. Faith is recognizing that God is so much more powerful in knowing than you. So why would you ever resist and wander lost and alone when you don't have to? Proverbs chapter 3 verses 5 and 6 says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways submit to him, and he will make your paths straight. Girl, your understanding has likely brought you into the mess you're in right now. His understanding is what will lead you through it. Surrendering in faith isn't something to feel shame over. It's not a losing situation. It's completely the opposite. 
It's the most humbling experience that allows you to win by bringing the unstoppable Almighty into your struggle. Faith isn't weakness. It's actually ultimate power. And don't we all need a little bit of that for this day of life? Number four, faith isn't something you have. It's something you do. Now, I did a whole episode on this topic back in March. It's episode number 49 called Active Faith, if you want to go back and have a listen later. I love this one because this one puts some fire under your booty. This one prompts you to get moving, to get doing, and get yourself into action. This one reminds you that faith isn't a hope and a wish, throwing the ball into Christ's court and now sitting around on the couch until Jesus delivers. No, faith is the promise, but you have to be the boots on the ground. You are the one who is going to be putting in the grind while God delivers the glory. James chapter 2 verse 17 says, In the same way, faith by itself, if it is not accompanied by action, is dead. The coolest thing about the Holy Spirit that dwells within you is that it will prompt and guide you through faint whispers. God continually speaks to us, but sometimes we plug our ears because what he tells us involves effort and going outside of our comfort zone or disrupts the rut that we've fallen into. You cannot expect faith to move mountains in your world, my dear, if you aren't willing to put in some effort as well. Next time you feel God revealing to you something that will push you forward or push you outside of your routine or push you towards a new version of yourself, I want you to be open to the suggestion. Ask him to show you the next step. Ask him to give you the courage to take it and ask him for perseverance to keep on going even when things are difficult. Faith is not a guarantee that things will be easy. It's a guarantee that you will get through it when you partner with God. Faith is twofold. God's part is to provide the guidance. Your part is to take his advice and act upon it. And finally for today, faith isn't reckless. Faith isn't giving up on your hopes and dreams. No, faith is recognizing that if God has put a dream on your heart, it's likely because it is part of your purpose. However, faith requires the maturity to understand that God's version of your dream, that version that he created of your dream, is so much bigger and better than yours, which is why instead of throwing your hopes away when things aren't going exactly as you planned, you have to be able to accept and appreciate that he's taking you simply on a scenic route to get to your destination. Faith is understanding that all of this, life itself, is a journey. A journey with the destination of becoming all that God has said you can be. The end result of this journey for all of us here on earth is death, but that's actually where everything begins. Listen to this verse from 1 Peter chapter 1, verses 8 and 9. It says, Though you have not seen him, you love him. And even though you do not see him now, 
you believe in him and are filled with an inexpressible and glorious joy, for you are receiving the end result of your faith, the salvation of your souls. Girl, faith is radical, but it isn't reckless. Faith asks you to risk trading your version of your life in exchange for God's version of your life. Exchanging your version of you for God's version of you. Not everyone, though, is willing to take that risk. And that's why it looks so radical. That's why it looks reckless at times. It's risky. Faith asks you to put all of your trust and surrender your entire being to a God that many people would say you can't even prove exists. Faith asks us to live a radically different life than we previously knew. Faith involves risk, yes, but knowing that you know that you know that you know is how we as followers of Christ live. It's how we're called to be. We don't have to have all the answers right now. We don't have to be able to prove it to those who question us. We know what the end result of our faith will be. Eternal salvation, eternal life. I don't know about you, but I would argue there is nothing reckless about the certainty in that promise. When we decide to follow Jesus, when we put our faith, trust, and hope in him, we are often labeled as different. Jesus was different. Jesus lived different. Jesus makes the difference. Jesus is the difference. Girl, it's time to get used to different. Come on, let's pray over this one today, my friend. I feel like we need to just reaffirm what faith is in our life and understand what it isn't. Lord, thank you for allowing us to gather in your presence today. Gosh, you are just beyond what we could ever imagine you being like. You bring so much joy and peace and hope into our hearts, and only you can do that for us in this broken world that we are part of. God, we just ask for you today to remind us continually what faith is and show us what faith isn't. Show us that it isn't a bad bet. Show us that it isn't a risky option. Show us that it isn't living recklessly. Help us to always go back to scripture. Help us to seek out your word to show us what your promise is over us, what faith is in our lives, how it's that in-between place, the not knowing, but at the same time, the knowing, like our mind can't comprehend it all, but our heart, our soul, our being knows. As we said, that's different, that's radical, but Jesus was different and Jesus calls us to be different. So help us to be courageous today, to live differently and to know that by doing so, we might not only make a difference in our lives, but we might be an example to others of how to make a difference in theirs as well. Lord, we ask for your provision and protection today over those listening. Everybody here listening to this today has a network of people, family, friends, colleagues, everybody in their circle who they impact. And Lord, help them to just be a positive example, a shining star in their circle today. 
Help them to show your love, your peace for those who may not know you yet. We ask all of this in the name of Jesus. Amen. Well, my friend, I hope you can see that it was a good call on my part to cut this into two sections. We still have six misconceptions about faith that we're going to jump back in again next week and chat about. So I hope that you put a reminder to come on back next Tuesday. One way you can do that that's super simple is just subscribe to this show. And what you get is a pop-up notification on your device each time that I upload a new episode on Tuesday morning. As always, wishing you all of God's blessings this week from my heart to yours. Bye for now. 